Welcome to another Tom and Matt attack. We do. We're coming out of the walls. We're coming out of the ceiling. Don't look behind you. It's Tom. He's got a cleaver. Run! Ah. No. Oh, you even scared me there, Matthew. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. If you had headphones on, you were on a bus and you were startled. Apologise to the old woman behind you. It's okay. Breathe calm. We're going to talk about video games. And continue our attack. We will continue our attack when you least expect it. Yeah. Good times. Matthew. What have you been playing this week? I've been playing a lot of things this week, Thomas. Um, I... Not as many as me, if you look at that list. Oh, yeah. If I look at the list straight in, um, I'll just briefly touch upon Cave Story. I said I was playing it last week. I'm at the final boss, which is one of the hardest final bosses I've played in a long time. Purely because the game doesn't like to hold your hand at all. And it's just kind of like, you're a big boy. You've played through 15, 16 hours of this game. You can beat three things in a row. Go on. Prove me right. Go on. Go on. And I've died for the last hour and a half trying to beat the Nightmare Core. So that's You've fun. been playing this game a fair bit lately. I have, yeah. Um, because of you showing me that function on the 3DS. Was it the activity log function? Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't know that existed. No, I didn't know it existed. <laughs> Thank you, Nintendo, for, those, for advertising your features. For those not in the know like Matt, you can yeah. see... Just like on the Wii, you can see the total amount of time played on any game. Great, so I can see all three hours I've used my Wii in its lifespan. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, um, but no, I looked at how long I'd played it, and I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty pretty good. Like, I've got 15 hours or so out of it, I think. But that was the other day. That was before I got this far in it. Yeah. It's a nice feature, though, to have this, uh, knowing how long you've played a game. Yeah, yeah, but it... It can be quite scary, too. It did put the chills up me, though, when I saw that I'd played Final Fantasy IV for nearly 50 hours. It was like, oh, it's a day and a half... Well, two and a half days of my life I'll never Mm. get back. But I really liked it, so, yeah. It just kind of makes you think how much you play things. I think it's a good tool to use maybe Sony and Microsoft using their next consoles. I wouldn't like to think how much I've spent playing the <laughs> yeah. Xbox. Scary, but it might be a good thing, you know. Make people make sure they don't play too many games. As so, good as yeah. playing games is, you know, you've got to. There needs to be a point where you yeah, but then it do becomes, something else. Honestly, it? like it was kind of a sad thing in a, a certain world I mentioned last week with crafting a more. You can type forward slash played, and then you get your total play time. Mm. And I know people who played that game who were in my guild who'd played for a year of their life. Which is pretty scary. But um, I've played Cave Story. Uh, sorry if you hear that in the background. That's Tom coughing up his lung. Sorry, um, I'm, I'm ill. He is ill. Uh, we've actually got a slightly more a husky tone. Yeah, that's why. If he's a bit echoey, it's because he's in a bubble. Yeah. Yeah, true story. Yeah. Uh, back to Cave Story. Uh, yeah, very good game. Really recommend it. Go buy it if you can. If not, get. Um, I think it's on DSiWare and the Wii get uh, Cave Story Gaiden because apparently it's got more stuff so I may have to purchase those afterwards I don't know I'll see how I feel when I beat this last boss uh, yeah so Cave Story I started playing Borderlands 2 I mentioned it last week I was going to buy it I played it with my lovely girlfriend Gemma and I intend to play it with a few of our friends really not fun me game. though no Tom I'll <laughs> play it with you I'll play it with you I don't want to play it I think you like it I think uh. I know how much you love shooters and RPGs so I'm sure you'll love it uh, it's good I, it's just a good mindless game it's just fun. Mindless. Yeah, it, there's honestly, there's a story to it, but you don't care about the story. Mm. It's all about having a laugh. It's all about the multiplayer, isn't it? It is, yeah. I 
played the first one for a bit alone and thought, oh, this is rubbish, and then played the second one with my mate Aaron mm. from uni and really enjoyed it. Yeah. What would this involve, Matthew? I couldn't actually... I'd have to plug my Xbox into the TV. No. Just to play. Play oh, split screen. screen. Yeah, you can play up to two players. Oh, that means I don't have to buy it? Yeah, you don't have Good. to buy Good. Maybe yeah. I'll play that then. Okay, cool. If I yeah. don't have to spend money on it. Yeah, okay. As you will find out later, I've bought a few games this week. Yeah, so have I, but... <laughs> yeah, Tom's probably spent more. Uh, yeah, so Borderlands 2, highly recommend it. Came recommended by a guy following us on Twitter, Big Phil 89 Thank you, Phil, for that recommendation. I well, like it when we can read out people's names yeah, and they have great. a number on the end. It's great, isn't it? I like it. Yeah. The number. The number. Oh. I'm Tom Parry 11 on Twitter. I'm not. I'm, I'm T-Zyner. Uh, yeah. I, I've been what's on your number? Twitter. I've got a number. Oh. Yeah. Special. I ain't a prisoner, I'm a free man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really good. He said he played it with his fiance as well, and that's what gave me the idea. And then a few of our friends are going to play oh. it too. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, oh, I want to talk about that one last. But probably my, my most played game this week, short of Cave Story on the bus, because I have been, I've been trying to read a bit on the bus as well. I've been reading a book uh, called More Than a Game by a guy called, uh, I think it's Brian Atkins, which is very good recommend it it's a bit dated it's kind of giving all these references to Tomb Raider and Half-Life but still very interesting points that was about a, how you a, read media an important point in video games that, uh, Tomb Raider was a big innovation yeah, in yeah. terms of that kind of third person 3D action game that was yeah, huge yeah. and, and obviously Half-Life, Half-Life of course so it was written at a good time yeah it was definitely say. written at a good time though it does it <laughs> references like oh I can't remember the name of the game I'll post it on Twitter but it's some like first person shooter that no one has given uh, any thought to for about 10 years and I looked Ooh. at it and I was like oh I remember that yeah oh, uh, what could it be it was uh, he's talking about uh, opposing forces at one point which is a RTS based on the point of view from like it's supposed to be real, really, really realistic to like World War Two maps that they've oh. got aerial photography and made the maps on that. That sounds dull. Yeah, I think you play. As, <laughs> I think you play as the Germans too. I think you play as the uh, the opposing force. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, I think if you win, you win the war for Germany, which is kind of a bit, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but you know, interesting from historical context, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's a very good book. Great for Nazis. Yeah, I've bought a few more books. Um, Not the book. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've been mostly playing uh, the the great Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, which was released this week. Oh, you bought that straight away? I bought it straight yeah, away. All the games coming out, I need to buy some points. Yeah, I did. I, I went to GameStop and bought points specifically to play it, which is something I don't, I rarely, rarely do. Um, being an expat, as some of you expats may have noticed, I spoke with a guy in work with us called Mike, and he's American. Uh, his Xbox Live account is locked to the States. He can change it, but then you lose all his content, such as TV episodes and stuff they get in the States to be done in Britain and the rest of Europe. Great, you can actually get that, though, isn't it? Because I can't access iPlayer yeah. in, in Denmark. Yeah, well, I think you can. I think this is what I'm saying. I think you can apply to Apple but in this case Microsoft and say I've moved to this place can I change my account but you lose well, all you lose all content that you can't get in that place though hmm. and that's what you got to bear in mind because it's kind of irked me a little bit this week um, that I haven't been able to get I realise why I can't get Vlambia's uh, Super Crate box or I can't get um, Dragon Fantasy book one is because they haven't been classified in Europe because PSN doesn't work the same way as Xbox Live. Mm. So you have to classify them specifically in Europe, which is a 
instead of all over the world. Yeah, like you, you, it's not Xbox. one day release, oh, but it's okay. We got Thomas's alone on the day it came out, which is nice. But Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yes, Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yes, go play it. It's really fun. <laughs> like I, I'm kind of at the stage where I've played like halfway through it now, and. I've not done all the side missions and stuff. I've started doing a few of them now just because I, I like the game so much. But it's a it's essentially a pastiche of a first-person shooter. It is just utter parody, like, down to the fact that the game has an introduction and kind of pokes yeah. fun at introductions. It's just like, look how silly yeah. this is that I'm telling you that if you look around, you can look around, and if you look around, you can see things and, and all this kind of stuff. Is- and the Bang on, isn't it? Yeah. It because is. I'm sick of them. Oh, so Before you can actually play a game, it's refreshing when you put a game in and it doesn't actually tell you the controls or anything, it just gets right on with it. Uh, I, I'll talk about a game that I played this week, which was good in that respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but it's it. just kind of like... But it's kind of going to the stage now where it's just like, okay, we're all in on the joke. This is a nice little, you know, an end of an era thing to this console before you release the next one and say in first-person shooters don't have to be you just mindlessly killing people and all this kind of stuff. But it, it harkens back to, like, some of the cutscenes are all done in the pixely style that you'd see on the Mega Drive. And... Reminding me of the Ninja Gaiden cutscenes, so those original first cinematic scenes in video games shadow warriors for you in uk because i know i played it as shadow warriors yes. it's just like you know it's just like that envelope oh, of pixels referred to it as shadow warriors i've Go. always known it as yeah. shadow warriors when you were like oh i played ninja gaiden one the other day it was like okay and then you're just like oh yeah blah 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 and then you loaded it up but i was like oh my god it's shadow warriors yeah my childhood <laughs> you're walking there tom Sorry. Parry. uh yeah it's good um it's like i said it kind of may start to wear a bit thin the whole thing but it's just brilliant they talk about like people blaming violence on video games and oh, it's, yeah, it's just good it's got it? a great soundtrack as well oh it, it has a fantastic soundtrack by power glove power glove right? yeah, yeah. it's good I, I nearly bought the pc version because it came with a poster because the cover looks epic and the soundtrack but the soundtrack was download only but i can Although just you buy can i can buy the physical one yeah. for i think it's seven pounds on amazon if from, anyone's interested from seeing you play it the first thing that's brought to mind is it's very duke nukem in its it is very duke nukem in classic duke nukem 3d kind of style well you know you can press the right stick and you flip people off and stuff it's very duke nukem yeah yeah it's good it, you know it it kind of I've kind of got to that stage where I've played so many shooting games now, as probably most of the people listening, where you've played your Call of Duties, you've played your Duke Nukem's, you've played everything under the sun, where it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, first-person shooters are coming a bit tired to me now, like, it's always the same. But I kind of want to keep playing it, even though it's got this stealth mechanic and stuff, it's, you know, it's still the same thing, you're still aiming a gun at people and shooting them. But that's kind of okay with this, because the game's very aware of what it is, and it's just kind of like, look, we know this is silly, but just play along. And that's why I quite like it. The yeah. spirit of it is really nice. Uh, apart from that, I've played a bit of Radiant Silvergun, just because Tom said, oh, it's blinking hard. And he was blinking hard, people. <laughs> he was blinking hard. And this is coming from someone who plays a lot of these kind of bullet hell um, shooters. Yeah, I quite like shooters. And I, I died numerous times before I reached the first boss. And I was like, oh, gosh. But I, I've, I kind of... Being the sadist gamer, not the saddest, I want to <laughs> play it a bit more because it, it's the idea of it intrigues me, and I yeah, 
And this version you can download from Xbox Live is particularly nice looking. Yeah, I've not got the Japanese Saturn version, unfortunately. Yeah. Though I did see it this week and was like, ooh, but I'm not paying £200. No, yeah. neither are we paying uh, £100 for Snatcher. No, <laughs> we, we should have though. No, we, we could have talked. When it was at 50, maybe yeah. 60, I was going to I was going to say to you, I'd, I'd go up to 80. There was recently a copy of Snatcher on, on eBay, eBay yeah. and it just went for £100. One copy of Snatcher on eBay at the moment. Yeah. And well, not anymore. It's gone. It went for £100. But, uh, yeah. yeah uh, but never mind. We'll yeah, play it we'll by play some it other means. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Re- Why haven't they released that yet? Why is that not? Snatcher was um, there was a rumor, or maybe Hideo Kojima had said something at some point um, along the lines of he wanted to do a DS version. Yeah, oh that'd be great, and it would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. On the DS, it's kind of sad news as well on the Kojima front. They've actually cancelled uh, Zone of the Industry for now; it's been shelved because of the poor port of the HD collection and. It not selling well, which kind of sucks for me because I'm a really big Sony mm. Enders fan. I love the art style. But I think I love people were put off buying it because of. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the, like you said, you heard that it was really you. The emulation port. or the, the port, yeah. yeah the, like it didn't play well, and I read an interview on Kotaku this week, and it essentially said that uh, they'd kind of expressed their concerns. It works apparently. The 360 version is supposed to be okay. But the architecture difference between the PS2 and PS3 means there's a lot of problems with how it plays and things. I think that's also the reason that Silent Hill, the Silent Hill collection, is not supposed to be too great either because of that same thing. Yeah, it's, also, it's also the same company though. It's not yeah. Konami who did the port, right? It's oh, I, it probably is someone else. I don't yeah, know it is someone else. I can't remember that. who it is, but they did both of them. And yeah. They probably will be tired again, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, uh, but then I want to Talk about oh yes, Matt's got one last the, game. The that he... best game I've played this week. Um, <coughs> think about it. Um, how much Tom would you like to play another Parappa the Rapper game? Oh, another one, Parappa Three. Parappa Three. Oh, I could go for that. You could. I like my rhythm games. No, what happens if Parappa was not the dog in question, but it was <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog? Which is outdated as it is. It is. He's not Snoop Doggy Dog anymore. He's Snoop Lion. Yeah. What happens if I could tell you, you could have this experience of playing a man called America Jones in Snoop Dogg's Way of the Dog right now on Xbox Live Arcade. A, A rhythm fighting game. A rhythm fighting game. That is horribly broken. With the dullest (laughs) trial version you've ever experienced. No, apparently that's that's the game. That introduction is the actual introduction. That's not just for the thing. Essentially, for people at home, um, Far Far Cry 3's introduction is beautiful because it kind of pokes fun at how silly introductions are. And then uh, Way of the Dog's introduction is literally a black screen in which you try out the rhythm things on, and everything's explained to you in the Grand Theft Auto font, in either orange or white. And you've got to try and tap the rhythm, and I was having trouble with it at some point, but now I'm actually... It wasn't much, it was just some beats, very... Yeah, it was just like you had to press A to things, and then you had to hold down A sometimes, then you had to tap A. And it was kind of like, oh, okay... But no, I've realised why I was having such trouble. I've read reviews online. Apparently the game's quite broken. <laughs> apparently apparently the rhythm's off, so I felt a bit relieved. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, there's no... Nice the, the interesting mechanic about it is in the background where you're 
yeah, you know, you're pressing the button to time with the rhythm. Successful uh, button presses result in your character attacking the other character. They do, yeah. Um, and you know, as someone who loves fighting games and rhythm games, I assume if this were a better game, it'd be right up your alley. But but no, it's terrible. So it's don't just, bother with it's it. Just not. Just trial it because I don't trial it. I think if you, you should survive the um, tutorial, then well done to you. Yeah, but it's, the tutorial is just a giggle of how terrible it is. Really, I. I but no... it, but it makes it the majority of the demo, doesn't it? It does. I I was frustrated to the point of just quitting out as soon as I got into the fight because of the introduction. But yeah, there we go. What have you been playing, Tom? I played a much better rhythm game. Really? Beat the Beat. Yeah, I was kind of sceptical at first. Beat but... the Beat was uh, released on the Nintendo Wii not so long ago. It was one of the last Wii releases. Uh, Is that? Actually, I say last Wii releases. Is anything still being released for the Wii? I don't know. That's actually, a good point. Because usually they kind of make you know, they make a big deal of it, like um, Super Paper Mario was... Uh, oh, it's just Paper Mario and it's Super Paper Was the last N64 game? N64 was it really? game, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, because that's why it's quite obscure. I know it was one of the later ones, like Banjo-Tooie was one of the later ones as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Beat the Beat, one of the, one of the <laughs> last games to be released on the Wii. Um, but a fantastic game for those who've played... Um, I forget what it's called now. That other one in the series on the DS... Great. Yeah, yeah. Rhythm <laughs> Paradise, Rhythm yes, Heaven. Yes, Rhythm Paradise. Rhythm Paradise. Is, yeah. Right, anyway, it's like that, but for, for the Wii. Uh, it's got a great sense of humour, really bright, colourful visuals, and what it is, is, is tapping the button in time with the beat, but it does it in such a creative way. Uh, the first one you, you, you play is uh, playing golf with Small Monkey. Right, yeah, I And saw that. the monkey will, ah, oh, oh, and he'll throw you the, throw you that, that. Yeah, yeah. He'll throw you the ball, and then on this, oh, you have to hit it. Yeah. So it was like, blip, blip, oh, blip, blip. And so you do that, and then uh, the introducer, what is he? He's, he's a, not a baboon. No, he wasn't a gibbon. He's, he's a, um, it starts with an M, then it? It's not Mandarin. A big, but, oh, yeah. not the Mandarin. Mandrill, is it? Mandrill. Yeah. The Mandrill comes on, and he's got a different beat. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, he's, he's a lot faster, and the monkey tells no, him No, no, he's slower than the monkey, isn't he? No, I thought he was. He just kind of throws the ball, didn't he? Like anyway, it's different. Yeah. It's different, and uh, so you have to adjust his timing while still keeping the monkey's timing. The timings will change, and he's keeping the rhythm. And then fun things happen in the background as it. As Is it Bob goes Dylan on. involved? Because the times are changing. <laughs> Maybe later on in the game. I Maybe. don't know. Oh, gosh, uh, so but that was great fun. And then the the rest of them are even more wacky. Uh, you've got a robot factory where you screw robots' heads on. Yeah. That's a cool one because that's about holding down the buttons, uh, the A and B buttons for a certain amount of time and time of the rhythm. Yeah, okay. And you get different heights of robots, so you have to hold the buttons down for a, a shorter period of time to get the short robots. Yeah. So it's... Um, oh, okay. So it's kind of like adjusting up and down yeah. where it is, depending yeah. on... That's and cool. that, that's great. But my favourite has to be the seesaw one. Basically, there's two characters who test seesaws. Right. Right. And so one, one tests one and one tests the other end, and and basically they jump up and down the seesaw, and you have to press the button as you land, okay. and and yeah. they do crazy things, and it, the the soundtrack on that particular uh, mini game is uh, fantastic. Yeah, um, and you really do feel the beat. That's it's, cool. It's you really get into it. It's the visuals and the characters and the ideas are great fun, and anyone can play it who's yeah. got a, a sense of rhythm. Well, it looked it looked good. Yeah. I haven't got a sense of rhythm, so I'll try it. Uh, really enjoyed that. 
yeah. I only played it briefly though. I didn't play it as much as uh, what else have I been playing this week? Project Gotham Racing Four. I saw you have a crack at that. Yeah, great game. Uh, fantastic. I played Project Gotham Racing Two. Yeah. I think back on the original Xbox and really enjoyed that. I love the kudos system, the idea of um, doing things like power slides during the race and collecting points, use those points to buy new vehicles and such. And sometimes you'll have kudos challenges where you have to get a certain amount of kudos. Um, kudos. 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 I call it kudos. Okay. Write in, tell us which is one of us is right. Is it kudos or kudos? Tell us on Twitter which one of us is right. <laughs> right anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm playing through the arcade mode. Uh, the first set of uh, is races, and then you've got more kind of interesting mini games where you have to, like, um, I'm going to say kudos again. Is it K U D O S? No, U S. Oh, I don't know. I'm kudos. Yeah, kudos. Anyway, so <laughs> you have to get through the track in a certain time, and uh, the timer will stop when you do. Um, say a power slide or, or anything that earns you kudos so if you do the more power slides you do the more kudos you get yeah and then the faster times you get basically okay, and there's loads of great variations on that in the minigames eliminations like in burnout and such uh, the handling is lovely yeah cars are great looks amazing great soundtrack as the uh, Project Gotham and Metropolis Street Racer games have always been famous for the inclusion of bikes as well had yeah. a quick go on the bikes that's cool I need to practice them a bit more but yeah. they, I love the way the cars handle. Was it uh, Project Gotham or was it Forza that had that crazy customization level to uh, your car? Forza had a customization. Ah, I know that okay. Yeah, you can decals and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. some crazy people making anime yeah. ladies on the Yeah, cars that was Forza, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything quite like that in this game, but the gameplay is just so addictive and so well done. And the difficulty level is perfect as yeah. well. And the silver medals, they really are a challenge, some of the races are, especially the head to heads. That's cool. And yeah, very rewarding, enjoyable, great driving game. I recommend it. If cool. you haven't already played it, which you probably did because it was out many, many years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what about the other two racing games you played this week, Tom? Have I played another two racing you games? You have played another two racing games Remind on PlayStation me. 2, Tom. Two wonderful, oh. wonderful racing games. I don't think we're going to touch on them yet. I think... Let's oh, save them for later. We save them for Let's later? concentrate on the good games. Okay, The games enough. that I played and enjoyed. This is a fair point, uh, yeah. Guacamelee. This is a game that you've been playing recently. Yeah, Guacamelee's very good. And by an amazing twist of fate, I was able to play the copy that you downloaded on my PlayStation account. Yeah, that's Basically, good. we use the same PlayStation. We do use the same PlayStation. So uh, that, that was easy enough. In our little cabin in the woods, we've only got one PlayStation. <laughs> We have many PlayStation 2s. You have many PlayStation 2s. <laughs> I think three. <laughs> Slimline, a fat one, and an American Slimline, so we yes. can play imports. But, uh, yeah, Wakamili, great game. And, and this is a game which doesn't bog, isn't bogged down with tutorials at the beginning no, of the game. No, it isn't. It just lets you it? get on with things, which I appreciate. And let's get on with things. And it was a, it's, it's, it's a game where it's a little bit more exploration than the usual platform uh, action game. Uh, which I quite like. I think it's more, I think it's kind of keeping to the aesthetics, like I said, of like a Metroidvania, I hate that term, gear gating type action adventure platformer. There's more exploring that can be done and you go back to certain areas when you earn certain abilities yeah, and yeah. such. And, and, and I like that. And sometimes in games like that, I feel a bit lost and I don't know what to do yeah, or well, where this to is go. What, this is the concerns you expressed to me when, yeah. before you played it. But you this, said. I didn't have that problem and I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, it's a really nice looking game. I, I, you've probably mentioned yeah. about 
I can't remember how much detail you went to about. I just game. kind of said, you know, I really like the art style, the fact that there's little in jokes like uh, Super Mario Brothers being Mexican wrestlers in the background and all yeah. this kind of stuff. It's, yeah, it's good. So you're, you're this you're this dude who is just an ordinary guy until he gets this uh, luchador mask and he goes into the world of the the, the dead yeah, to yeah. rescue a, a princess. Yes, basically, uh, but. Really nice platform and really nice action. Uh, some nice, uh, unique ideas in there. Uh, yeah, great game. Yeah, it's good. And we'll play it more, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, I, I say hopefully. Um, Gianna Sisters. This was another platform game, which again, doesn't hold your hand too much. You no, just get it looked into pretty it. hard. Based on a game, original I think was released for the, the Commodore. Yeah. 64, uh, and that, that would have been, I think in 87. Yeah. Interesting the heritage of this, and it was re-released on several formats, including the uh, Nintendo DS. It's a great platform game, very pure platforming. Yeah. But you've got this great twist where you can uh, press a button and you switch to the other sister, who's inhabits a different world. So the, you, ha- you have to manipulate the world to get through the levels. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it does that in uh, Guacamole at later points, oh. where you go between the the spirit world and the. Oh, just instant instant change and then things. Ah, uh, there's portals. Yeah. You have to jump through and you have to find yeah. your way to the portal and stuff. Yeah. But not as instantaneous as this. This is this is to- this totally you have to do it on the fly yeah. basically, right uh, in the middle of jumps and such. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough game. I only play the trial. It's a good trial, by the way. You should definitely uh, try it out. It's a lot of gameplay in there. Uh, it goes up to I think the first boss. I'm kind of intrigued. I might buy the full game to be honest. I, I'm I'm definitely considering it. Yeah. Uh, Really great platform game, really enjoyable. Uh, beautiful, great music and beautiful visuals as well. It looked really nice. Yeah. Uh, had a quick go and like Triple Trouble this morning. I, I was thinking about that game the other day, having been playing a lot of Sonic games just lately. What is Sonic Triple Trouble? Uh, it was released for the Game Gear. Okay. Uh, I, it was never released on the Master System, so it was always one when I was younger that I, you I couldn't have. play. Yeah. But my ex-door neighbour Chris, he had it on his Game Gear, so uh... Uh, I gave it a... Gave it a bash and I sometimes borrow his Game Gear yeah. and play that and Super Hang On. There was a lot of uh, Sonic games in the Game Gear, right? Like, uh, the same yeah. ones that are on the Master System. Sonic, uh, Sonic 2, Sonic Chaos, uh, Sonic Triple Trouble, Sonic Labyrinth, Yeah, I think. So uh, all of them got releases Sonic on the Master Blast. System except that one then? Or? The only ones released on the Master System were Sonic, Sonic 2 and Sonic Chaos, Yeah, to okay. my recollection. Ah, so there okay. were more on the Game Gear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this, this was... It's a really good game, actually. Um, it's it's made for a portable platform, so it's obviously the frame rate's not up there with the uh, with the Mega Drive games or even the Mass System games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Sonic Triple Trouble has got a great soundtrack as well, and yeah, some nice unique ideas actually in it. Uh, in terms of like you have this little uh, one level where you, you can kind of jump into this little minecart kind of thing and spin. And it will move through the minecart. Oh, thing. sounds pretty cool. That's quite good. Um, that's that's a little bit unique. And uh, there's other things in the game as well. Uh, it's available on the 3DS eShop as well. Oh, I was playing nice. it because I was I couldn't remember what it was like. I was considering downloading it to play on the 3DS. Yeah. So uh, I think I might have to do that now. Yeah, I think so. I was, I picked up Liberation Maiden. You did, yeah. And I forgot about this when oh, I was writing that list down. I need to get Liberation Maiden. It's half price at the moment. Well, it was at the time I downloaded I hope it. It still is. Great game. I recommend it. I won't say any more than that, but it's it's like a, it's kind of like a top-down shooter where you you, you uh, select your targets by using the touch screen, and it's got a nice anime styling. There's lots going on, very exciting. By Studio Fifty One and Grasshopper Studios. That should be enough to sell the game exactly, to you yeah. on its own. Uh, developed by Level Five, 
as well. Yeah, exactly. So, Beautiful. yeah, it's 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 great. Uh, Super Ninja Warrior Extreme. Yeah, this was an Xbox indie title that I forgot I bought. Yeah, I had to go on that this morning. Great game, similar to Meat Boy, but as Matt points out, it's not quite the uh, Meat Boy clone. I was no, uh, no, because uh, Tom said to me, he's just like, oh, I was looking through my indie titles. Found this one, didn't remember where I'd bought it, when I bought it, so I played it. And he goes, Oh, it's quite, you know, it's a bit of a Meat Boy ripoff. And I was like, Ah, oh, okay, I'll give it a it's look. It's Meat Boy with combat. Yeah, it's Meat Boy with combat. Um, You're a ninja with a sword. Uh, the levels, the platforming, and the way your character moves and the uh, graphics are very Meat Boy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can do the wall jump like Ninja Gaiden as well, or Shadow Warrior, sorry, Matt. Yeah, okay. And uh, you slide down the wall just like a Meat Boy. There, there are big grinders, big kind of, um, oh, what are they called? Circular swords, which can like tear to shreds. And when, yeah. you, when you die, it is a meat, ball, meat boy, meat boy, meat boy kind of splatter. So yeah. there are these things that remind you of Super Meat Boy. The aesthetics of it actually kind of reminded me of a game that I'd seen a Polygon covered called Samurai Gun, which seemed to be, it's more like Smash Brothers, that is. But yeah. It's essentially the whole concept behind that is you're four guys and you've got a sword and it kind of slashes in a similar way as it does in Super Ninja Warrior Extreme. <laughs> Super but, Ninja Warrior Extreme. Super Ninja Warrior Extreme. Ho! Um, By Ho-Hum Games, was it? Yeah, Ho-Hum Games. Yeah. So, good I said Ho-Hum Games. Very good. Ho-Hum Games. Um, but yeah, it, it, the whole thing of Samurai Gun with two ends, if you want to look up the gameplay, I don't know when it's released, but it's going to be released first on PC is that you're in a melee-style environment, so it's just one screen, and then you've all got a sword, and I think you've got three or four bullets. And if you shoot... Oh, no, you've got one bullet, sorry. That's the whole thing of the game. You can insta-kill someone with a bullet, as much like you can insta-kill someone with a samurai sword. But it essentially boils down to the rhythm of how you slash things, and everyone can kind of see when you slash and when you shoot. And then they'll come at you because they're aware that you've slashed or you've fired your bullets. You can't hit them from a certain distance so they can just shoot you, kind of. But it's all down to the parrying mm-hmm. and stuff. And it kind of it kind of looked a bit like that. But So while you're waiting for that one... While you're waiting for that one... Play Super Ninja this. Warrior <laughs> Extreme by Hoham. Are there indie games on the Xbox 360? Yeah, 80, 80 points. No, I think actually. it's 80 points. I think it is. I'm pretty sure. Actually, that reminds me. I forgot to mention I've been playing um, Cthulhu Saves the World, which is another Xbox Live indie title. As you know, I like JRPGs. Really fun. Again, it's kind of got the, the Far Cry Blood Dragon thing of like, ho ho, we are playing a JRPG. Let's mess with this format. So it's really fun. It's really good. Really good humoured. You're playing as Cthulhu, who loses all his powers, and to gain his powers back, because a wizard's cast a spell on him, he must become a true hero, and he just kind of says, well, I'm Cthulhu, my whole purpose is that I'm going to raise this monster from the sea and kill everyone, so I'll become a true hero, then I'm going to kill everyone. So it's just kind of like, okay, great. Yeah, it's really fun. I can see that being another one you're going to invest some time into, Matt. I After don't, Cave Story. Maybe. I'm not too sure it's that long, to be honest okay. with you, but yeah, I, I definitely plan on giving it a go so I'm trying to get through Far Cry actually so I can play it so yeah and lastly with me I, I played a bit I fancy playing Guitar Hero early in the week yeah uh, I had to go in Guitar Hero Greatest Hits which I picked up here in Denmark for a very cheap price um, on the Wii I actually saw um, oh it was for the Xbox I saw a Green Day 
rock band, which is supposed to be quite obscure yesterday on the Xbox. Yeah. And he bought it and then they're, they're just so cheap uh, now, these yeah. uh, guitar games. But every now and then you get the urge to, to, to play it and I very much enjoyed it. But it's kind of a shame because I know they're never going to do another one again, not for well, a while. But there's so many anyway. now that but there's no, plenty to choose I from. can't remember where it was and it's the greatest court in the world and I remember, I just remember it because it's all vivid. And I think it was someone at Activision essentially describing the sale of harmonics and who uh, who bought it? Can you remember they bought it really really cheap? Um, But whoever bought harmonics or whoever it was, this uh, overarching thing, essentially said because of the the amount of these instruments they produced and they're not sold because everyone kind of got tired of Guitar Hero and Rock Band after having it forced down their throats. He said. Trying to buy that company is essentially like trying to catch a falling knife, oh. and I was like, "Oh boy!" So it can't be in a good shape. That's a, that's a shame. It is a shame, but I guess we'll see something. But more the, the most next recently gen. released uh, rock band Blitz on the arcade. Really? Which was a rock band game without the need for a con- guitar controller. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, good. Maybe that's why then. Maybe they're trying to steer away from the idea that you need the plastic guitar and the. The perfect I think so. Because the actual concept... Yeah, I said the, that on purpose. I know the, it's perfect roles. The concept Sorry. is perfect. And it's... Uh, yeah, it's one of the all-time classic moments in gaming, Guitar Hero was, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Great yeah, um, party game. Yeah, I played Soul Calibur 5 this week. That's not out of the ordinary. Yeah. I like playing Soul Calibur. I guess you also played something that will lead us on to your bought list this week. Uh, we also played a bit of King of Fighters. Oh, yes. Yeah, we did. Uh, King of Fighters 98. What's the full title? I can't remember. Ultimate match. Yeah, I think it's ultimate match. I think. Yeah, anyway, quite... Danish bowling alert. If you have a buddy store near you, we have no idea if it's a chain or if it's just... That's buddy. Buddy, yes. It's got a bear on the logo. We, it may only be in the town that me and Tom are in, which may give you some indication of where we live if it isn't a chain. But uh, we just ducked under there because it was raining and Tom wanted to look at something in the window and there was a selection of games outside. It was, it was, it was a Lego pod racing set. It was a Lego pod racing set. <laughs> and yeah, Tom was having an hour about buying it. And yeah, I looked through some of the games and I sarcastically mentioned one or two of the games that were in there. And then saw something that would genuinely interest Tom, but I was pretty sure he probably had. And said, oh Tom, there's a copy of King of Fighters 98 year if you want it. And Tom, I've never seen move so fast or with such glee of, yes, vumph, straight hand out, grabs the game. I was just like, okay. And then he runs in and buys it because it was a very, very, very reasonable 20 kroner. And for our British listeners, 20 kroner is, is a rough equivalent, let's say two, three pounds. I don't even think it's three. I think it's about two pound 30, something like that. Right. Yeah. Right. This game, to my knowledge, and I've done a little bit of research because I've I wondered if this game was ever released in Europe, and I, I was uh, checking, checking up on it. When was the UK release? Never seemed to, never yeah. seemed to come out. Yeah. In in, in the, uh, in the UK, this is the same with Samurai Showdown Anthology, which I found for the Wii in Denmark, and never saw in the UK. Yeah. So to my knowledge, I don't know if it got a UK release, but it's definitely been released in Europe. Yeah. As I now know, and uh, I think it's very obscure because the only other copies I'd seen were the. Uh, American and Japanese copies of the game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think a, a great find. Uh, the game is available for download on Xbox Live, but uh, for, for, for the, the, the price of 20 kroner, yeah. 
Uh, I had to get it. Pretty reasonable, yeah. Very reasonable. Yeah. And uh, yeah, nearly completed the King of Fighters PS2 collection. <laughs> yeah, almost there. In 94, you're missing, right? 94 was re-released on the PlayStation 2 as like an ultimate, again, an ultimate edition yeah. of uh, 94. Now, to my knowledge, that was only released in Japan. Uh, copy on eBay at the moment is going for £75. So, wow. uh, yeah, I'm going to stay clear of that one for the time being. For the time being, yeah. Until you find it for 20 kroner. So I find it for 20 kroner. But, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, me and Tom played. Tom won. Tom's quite good at fighting games. Mm. I'm oh, not well. used to King of Fighters. Okay. It's my excuse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so what else have you been playing? Or what else have you bought as well? We've done the playing thing. I know, yeah. but you've, you've kind of played that one. You've bought What's it. What's that? Yeah. Oh, Tekken 3D Prime. Yeah. Okay. Similar <laughs> kind of portable version of Tekken. They kind of they did this with uh, Soul Calibur and released Soul Calibur uh, Broken Destiny, or as I'd call it, Broken, Broken Dreams, Dreams <laughs> on the PSP. A very bare bones version of uh, Soul Calibur Four, uh, which uh, yeah, and really included a what was it a single match. What are they called? Quick play, you know. Yeah. Um, no arcade mode. Uh, bit dull. I sold that game in the end. The only redeeming feature was a Kratos in it. Yeah, and then you bought it again. And I bought it again. PSN. Week. Yeah. Uh, so Tekken 3D Prime is a similar package, a bare-bones version of Tekken 6. Yeah. Uh, you can play it online. It's a nice feature. It, it fares a little better than Soul Calibur uh, Broken uh, Destiny. Yeah. Uh, because you've got an endless kind of uh, single-player match mode. So you keep playing... It won't yeah, just so be one match of, and then be over. Yeah, it's kind of got an arcade, but there's no Kind of got an arcade, but there's no... I don't think there's any final boss or anything like that. Uh, and then you've got a survival mode, beat 5, beat 10, whatever. Uh, is it worth getting? Probably not, but at a reasonable price, then invest. I like fighting games. I collect fighting games. I saw this for... 149 kroner. 149 kroner. Around about £15. Pounds. Which is what we're learning is the GameStop get rid of 3DS price because that's the same price I bought Cave Story for. Yeah, the get rid of 3DS price. I'm still debating whether it was probably worth the money. But yeah, I'm 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 happy with that. You'll still play it on the bus, I reckon. I, I will. It's nice to have a, another portable version of Tekken. Yeah. I don't think this is the best portable version of Tekken. I think that probably goes to uh, Tekken Dark Resurrection on the PSP. Yeah. Very okay. good. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, I, I, I've talked enough, Matthew. Okay. I think we should hear what you've bought this week. I'll go into my board. Because I've just been rabbiting on. I've, I've bought a few games just because um, <coughs> me and Tom are very curious to them because we didn't really see how they'd work. And one of those was uh, Guilty Gear 2 Overture. Or is it? Yeah. Uh, it was okay. It's Overture. Overture. Thank you. I couldn't remember if it was Overture or Overture. Overture. Yeah. Um, yeah, essentially, it's just a Guilty Gear game, but with a twist. You play as... Uh, I can't remember the guy's Soul name. Soul Bad Guy. Soul Bad Guy. The best name of any character ever. And With his really annoying sidekick. Yeah, his really annoying sidekick, who's a, a guy in a white coat. <laughs> this is all I took from it when Tom played a bit of it. Uh, yeah, it was okay. It's essentially like... Um, Kind of reminded me of uh, Brutal Legend in the way that you've got bases and <coughs> minions and stuff and it's kind of a real-time strategy game where you're playing the things, but it's like an action real-time strategy kind of thing. Totally far removed from what Gilly Gear is. is. Yeah, 
voice acting's horrendous, but I've been told by some of our followers on Twitter that the multiplayer online is apparently very, very good, and you shouldn't discredit the game for that. I can see the game being enjoyable. Some of the controls were a bit infuriating at times. Um, But yeah, it's not a bad game. What, What did I describe it as? I can't remember. I can't. I, I said yeah. something about it. Uh, yeah, not, not not my kind of. Not mine game. either, really. I might Underwhelming, play it just because I bought it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Borderlands Two, which I got uh, from Fauna here in Denmark for about roughly about thirty quid. I think you can get it cheaper. I've actually seen it in Blockbuster here in Denmark as well for two hundred forty nine kroner. So that's pretty reasonable. I don't know what it goes for in the UK now. I think it's around the same price. I think it's about twenty five quid. Okay. I just bought it reasonable, because I wanted yeah. to have it in my hands, and it was the oh, I can't remember the <coughs> special edition essentially where it came with one DLC for free. Uh, yeah, Far Cry Blood Dragon, um, bought... which at the moment is on PlayStation Plus for a little bit cheaper. It than is it a on little Xbox. bit cheaper, like substantially cheaper, I think. Right? It's only. It's one thousand two hundred points on Xbox. It's nine pounds something on PlayStation. Yeah. Plus. So. So if you've got a PlayStation and PlayStation Plus, cheaper alternative to get on PlayStation. Yeah, go for it. Uh, but Super Meat Boy, just because I don't. Took you a while to get I, that, didn't it? Yeah, I don't own it, and I I really enjoyed playing the demo. And if you Google the words uh, "Chris play Super Meat Boy," you will see a video of us filming our friend Chris playing it, and it's very very funny. Um, and and I genuinely do do, do that. Yeah, That's yeah. not a throwaway that comment. That is not a throwaway <laughs> comment. I think you should. Uh, it's it's very, very funny. He doesn't play games. It'll be, it'll be worth your time. Off. It's good. Uh, yeah, I bought Battle Block Theatre as well by The Behemoth, just because I'd kind the of... The Behemoth. The Behemoth. I'd played a bit of it last time, and I really liked the story. It's and then, funny. Yeah, I've heard it's great. I've heard it's like a bit of a party game. I've heard it's quite so relaxed in bits, so you can just play it before player, and you can just people get it, because it's pretty easy. It's pretty... Bare bones platforming, run, jump, bada bing, bada boom. Um, I can't even read that. Oh, Bowser's Inside, inside story. story. Yeah, I wrote that, mate. Uh, sorry, mate. Yeah. Uh, bumping up my collection of JRPGs on the DS. Oh, can you really call that a JRPG? Uh, it's got RPG elements, right? Have you? Com- it's a Nintendo game. Yeah, but you know. Oh, I guess Nintendo are Japanese. Yeah, that's true. Is he? I don't know. I haven't played it. Uh, You've not played any of the I, Mario Luigi games. I've not games, played have you? any of the Mario Luigi games. I kind of neither have I because I didn't realise they were RPG esque. And then but the, the I, concept of this, yeah, is great. Isn't yeah, it? well, it's just uh, did you get shrunk down and you're inside you're Bowser's inside stomach, Bowser. which is quite funny. Whereas I've I, always wanted to be in. Oh, oh Tom. Sorry. Oh dear, Tom, you've taken this to a dark place. Uh, but yeah, it seemed okay. Uh, I I haven't played it, so I'll let you know when I do. Uh, picked up a copy of Infinite Space picked as up well. A copy. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited about Infinite Space. I wanted to see, play it for a while. I've seen this about back when I used to work at a uh, popular games uh, retail yes. store. I saw this a lot. Yeah. On the shelves, no one was buying it. Yeah, but you also said the same of Room Factory. I said the same of everything. That yeah, you've everything been trying I to track want. Down uh, but no, it's supposed to be very good. It's supposed to be very, very hard. Um, yeah, I picked it up pre-owned in GameStop here in Denmark, which is nice. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip. Okay, that. you wrote, you wrote, no, you wrote it, it twice. Oh right, I wrote it twice. Yeah. Why did I write, write it twice? Yeah, and obviously I picked up Virtual Thulu's Adventure. But Tom, this is the trilogy, the PlayStation Two trilogy of games you picked up for an astonishing thirty-nine kroner. Yeah, um, 
kind of harkening back to deal of the week, I guess, but it's been on for a while. If you go to your local GameStop at the moment in Denmark, you can pick up three PS2 games for 39 kroner. No, so that's... roughly about £4.50, something like that in the UK. Their selection, sometimes you'll find the odd gem. You will. In I've... this case, you you weren't going for that, were you? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, for listeners of the Blast Process podcast, you may remember a segment with Dave and Tom talking about games they would never play. And purely because I am anarchy in sadist, you are. And I am a sadist and I enjoy making Tom play crap games. There's no other way around it. I, I bought one of the games that was number one on Tom's list, if I remember correctly. Of was games, it really? I think it was. Gosh. Of games Tom would never play. Lo and behold, I, I found it. a copy and I made Tom play it. And it's probably reason he shouldn't have played it. And that brilliant game is Crazy Fog Racer. And what's horrible about this game is really it the production values are okay. Yeah, they are. The characters look really nice. And and it controls fine. And uh well it controls okay. Some of the some of the track design's a bit dodgy. Yeah, um, but that's the main issue with the game, right? Is the track design's a little bit dodgy. It's also a little bit familiar. It is a little bit familiar. Um, once you've played the first level. It's almost as if the 12 tracks in the game are all the same. And yes, yes, that's pretty much uh, what it is. Uh, it's torturous. Because also... The, Actually, the... I've just kind of realised why they're all the same. Wasn't they... Like when they re-released it, when it wasn't just him, yes. Crazy Frog on a screen, wasn't he racing through a city? Yes, he wasn't. Ah, and, that's why. And that, and that's that's the city uh, that you race through in this game, and it's horribly grey and horribly dull, and there is nothing appealing about the environment you race in whatsoever. There isn't. It's actually depressing. Yeah. And having to replay basically the same track over and over and over again. Kind of got a bit dull, bit dull to watch too, other than your... It's this weird thing of the, the handling and stuff's okay, but if it... Oh, I've never really the seen... The AI's that. a bit weird as well. Sometimes you'll be in um, last place and suddenly you'll be in first place. Like they all slow down for you. Yeah, that was really weird. Uh, that happened in another game we played as yeah. well that I'll talk about in a minute. But like, it, it's the first time I've ever seen Tom being so infuriated with the game. It wasn't that to play was that infuriating. It was just... Dull. Incredibly, painfully dull, dull, <laughs> and depressing. Yeah, it's really bleak. depressing. The music's atrocious as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's there's not really a lot good. To this but, when, game. but when you think of a terrible kind of cheap budgety game, like you expect Crazy Frog Racer to be, you think horrible graphics, horrible animation, unplayable. No, it's playable. It's just you wouldn't want to play it. Yeah, that's pretty much what it boils down to, right? <laughs> I think maybe they just kind of, you know, uh, is it like Game Jesters, I think was the name Digital of Jesters. Digital Jesters, I the think. The joke, yeah. that's what it is. It was, yeah. Uh, but I think they may have, you know, they may have had really good animators and stuff, and I think they may be limited by time, maybe, to produce a game and tracks and stuff, because some of the character design looks okay as well. Yeah. It's, it's kind of keeping in style with it. Crazy Frog actually looks a bit out of place. Maybe they bought this game, the people who made Crazy yep. Frog, and then... Another thing that's infuriating about it is when you you can get power-ups to give you weapons. Basically, I, I found that once you got a power-up, you, you had uh, a choice of whatever weapon you wanted, pretty yeah. much. The weapons are on the left-hand side of the screen. But you scroll through the weapons with, uh, I think, L1. and you ha- So having to concentrate on that the, 
the list at the side of the screen to try and find the weapon you want as you're racing, rather than just being given a weapon at random. Yeah. It's stupid. Mario Kart thing, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. What are they doing? Yeah, I know. Amateur, rookie mistake. And Crazy Frog doesn't even have a vehicle. Well, he doesn't, because he rides an invisible motorbike. He also You've has not... a penis, he does. which I didn't see. He does. I think they edited that out yeah. of this game. Uh, yeah, um, and then on to the next joy I bought within this offer. Uh, Extreme Quads by Phoenix Games. Matt tortures Tom. This should be a new section. We're going to film it. We will, because yeah. it was beautiful. Never laughed so much at a game in my life. Okay, Extreme Quads. Yeah, Extreme Quads. Um, kind of what you'd imagine if you know anything about Phoenix Games. They're a, a company that publishes budget titles that you would find... Atrocities, in I your, think they publish. ...in your Asda or your Walmart or your Fotex, depending on your location, for very, very cheap prices along the time that the console's kind of slowing down. I remember seeing Phoenix Games titles for the PS1 the, and the first, one for the PS2. The first impressions of this game were bad, based on the title screen. Uh, yeah, um, the wonderful logo typography is actually just word art from microsoft word so you know you're in for a winner when the x is kind of the chrome thing from word art and then there's the big orange impact font for stream because it's x with an x stream racing and you get a nice loading time you do you you get a great loading time of about what two minutes before you even play it takes a while to load between uh, segments uh which Strangely, there's nothing incredibly complicated going on. No, there's not. The um, all of the quads look the same. I, Your I, driver is stiff. He is. He's very stiff. He doesn't... Like he has no movement? He is literally... The modelling is literally... The, the guy on the quad is the same as the bike. There's no articulation or anything to him when you turn. He doesn't move his elbows or anything. It's just... Yeah, it's just bad. Yeah. Oh, um, what else can we say about about the game? Uh, <laughs> you'll start racing and uh, suddenly you'll just stop because you'll hit a, a massive rock in the middle of the track. You will, but you're in the middle of the track. and obviously Now, you're you... a quad bike. You should yeah. be able to maybe manoeuvre over this or, or not just stop dead. They're not even that big. Like, in all fairness, they're like the size of your wheel, but they just stop you dead. Yeah, like, and it's not only you will get stuck on them no, either. No, the AI gets stuck on objects, which is fantastic. I've seen AIs uh, fail to get over a jump and then continue riding into a fence until the game realises, oh, no, they're riding into a fence yeah. and reset them it, in front of your very eyes. It doesn't help when the steering's so twitchy and so sensitive, no. you know, you... You move the stick a little bit to the left, expecting, you know, a small turn. You go all the way to the side, into another rock. And you'd think with the, the controls being so terrible that they'd kind of design courses that were very linear or just a few curves. But no, like that one you were on the second track involves you, like, turning very sharply, which you can't do, so you have to ride into the wall for a couple of seconds until you go into the tunnel, uh, which is brilliant. We talk about the funniest moment. Yeah, we should. Okay, so... <laughs> So you get up to a point where I went on a jump. I jumped up the jump and I got stuck after I fell off the jump. Right? On, 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 onto a rock, I think. I, I jumped on the jump onto a rock. Yeah, I got stuck. Um, despite being on a quad bike and decided going at what I'm going to call speed, but it's just kind of the there's same no speed, speed no matter how much you turn it down. It's not really extreme. But as soon as you hit a jump, because there's no feeling of acceleration, you just kind of flop over you the flop jump. You flop over the jump. 
And not only you, but all the rest of yeah. the uh, AI players do the same. They, they followed my lead. And in the end, you had a massive pile of uh, quad bikes. You had all eight you had quad, a quad bike tower. On the- yeah, and then the top one just kind of rolled over, rolled over the rest of the quad bikes to victory, essentially. Mm. It was brilliant. And, and another bit is, when we were racing, I, w- I was in last place. Suddenly, all the other quad bikes stopped. Yeah, they stopped. And they waited, they waited. for me. <laughs> They're very courteous quad bike drivers. It is like OAP quad bikes. It is, yeah. It's almost on the Sunday as if drive. granny trolleys. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and, and it all ended with the game just stopped working. Yeah, the game died. <laughs> Tom, the game Tom, froze. Tom won a race. The game did not handle that, so it just froze the PS2. Oh, we turned it off. And then and we just turned it, it off. But... I tell you, in comparison to uh, Crazy Frog Racer, which was soul-destroying, this was an amusing, enjoyable little uh, quad bike ride. Though it should have really been the other way around. If you had the tracks, I guess, from quad bike racing... Extreme quad bike, sorry, I don't want to get confused and pick up the wrong title. In Crazy Frog Racer? Yeah, if you were to maybe put those in there. Maybe if there was a bit of variety of the tracks in Crazy Frog Racer, it wouldn't have been too bad. But no, but it, it, it was... It would still be terrible, but it wouldn't have been as bad. It... it, it... It's a laugh. It was a laugh. Um, Crazy me, Frog Racer is not a laugh. It was quite funny to watch you play, but that's about as funny as I guess. And then uh, the third game I picked up was... Because uh, you couldn't find anything else terrible. Yeah, I, well, I, I did see some terrible things, but I thought, <coughs> well, I may as well get something of worth out of this that's not going to go in our box of unplayed games. And no, it was, went on the shelf. It, it, it did. This is how good this game is. Yeah, um, Asterix at the Olympics, um, which I'd seen and I'd heard is quite obscure. Again, one of these games that only gets a release in Scandinavia as a PAL format, much like King of Fighters and Soul Blazer. Um, yeah, it's okay. Uh, it's uh, We thought it was going to be a collection of mini games. Like Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Yeah, turns out we were wrong. It's actually like a, a platformer game, 3D platforming game with, with, with co-op. the, the co op. Yeah, aspect. it's okay. And it had a great sense of humour. It was interesting, like a tie-in to maybe uh, a recent live-action Asterix movie, movie, because you had these idea of these worlds colliding. Live-action characters, drawings, and uh, 3D-rendered characters all inhabiting the same space. And and the the, the writing, the the comedy is very nice. There's a few kind of uh, modern jokes in there as well. There were, yeah. Which yeah. is nice. There, you remember, uh, for those familiar with Asterix, there's a character called Getafix, a druid. Yeah. <laughs> there's another druid character in it which made me laugh so much. <laughs> called Watcher Divex. Yeah. And, and I thought that was a very a clever reference yeah. to, to uh, modern times. Yes. An online media format for playing videos. Yeah. For those of you who aren't informed. But yeah, it was great. Watcher Divex. Watcher Divex. Very yeah. good. But the gameplay, fine. You could see it was probably developed for... Um, a better platform than the PS2. Yeah, a more technically on the able platform. And if I see it again, I may pick it up because it seems yeah. okay. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of, you can feel it's a bit chugs along a little bit on the PlayStation, but it's it's nice, nicely animated, nice characters, things work pretty well. Uh, yeah, much better than the other two. Yeah, much better than the other two. It's not hard though. It didn't really have much competition. competition. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So what have you been buying then? Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, so I picked up Project Gotham Racing uh, 4, as you know, I've been playing it. I also picked up along with that Lego Star Wars 2 because uh, I enjoyed the first one on the Xbox. I bought the second one for the PlayStation 2, then for some reason the disc didn't work, so I just got it on the Xbox yeah. in this offer. Um, I got that along with uh, Time Crisis Raging Storm for the PS3. Yeah. These are all from Blockbuster. 
Um, the deal was quite good. Uh, Lego Star Wars 2 and Project Gotham Racing 4, I think uh, 99, 95 Krona. Yeah, the two of them. Um, I mentioned this deal last week. It was uh, yeah. still on. I, I saw in Odense they also have it, so it, is a re- it isn't just a regional thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was two it was one game 59 krona mm. or two for a tenner essentially pretty good both great games nice and uh the playstation 3 deal is a little not so good not as good basically it's 149 yeah 95 but it varies uh, mm. there are some in the 59 range okay oh right. yeah but there are some for i didn't know it yeah uh so i took advantage of that deal because uh, a friend of ours was buying um a game it was uh, Elder Scrolls, I think. Yeah, it was Oblivion, right? Yeah. And uh, I got in on the deal and got, got a nice copy of Time Crisis Raging Storm. Which for I also nearly bought Krona. before you bought it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a compilation of Time Crisis 4. It's Time Crisis 4. Uh, Raging Storm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because when that was in the arcade, it wasn't called Time Crisis Raging Storm or anything no, like that. No, it was that. 5. Hmm? I think it was five. Wasn't it's it? called Raging Storm. I it's think. just Raging Storm. Yeah, oh, we, we played it on a Blast Process video yeah. a long time ago. Oh, okay. Um, and then you've got Deadstone Pirates, which I already got, but you know, for the two the other two games, yeah, good it was price. Worth it. I thought. Uh, picked up a few with the Xbox uh, Gold deals on at the moment. Uh, Simpsons Arcade, Next Men, two good size scrolling beat 'em ups going for four hundred points each. Uh, picked up both of them. Um, Picked up a few more Mega Drive games. Uh, really? I'm bringing over Mega Drive to Denmark next time I go back. And I uh, bought a few games for that. Uh, I bought Justice League Task Force and Taz Escape from Mars. Oh, I love Taz Escape from Mars. And uh, these were from a store, a UK-based store based in Cornwall. Yeah, they were. Um, um, what's, that, what's the name? Um, Game World? Game World Bobman. Game World Bobman. Yeah. And, uh, oh, actually, yeah, I, got, I, I also got a copy of uh, Breath of Fire 5. From Game of Bobman. Yeah, we did it with an order and uh, great store. Recommend it very much. Check it out. There's some there's some really good priced uh, very retro video games. Very reasonable. Especially price. when you see some other online retailers in the UK, especially like I've seen a few that have copies of Mega Man X2 and they go for £500. And they've got so much as well there. They have. Really, yeah, including really... game merchandise as well. So. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of stuff I really wanted. I nearly bought a Game Boy Watch because there was one of those there. And really friendly service and uh, good delivery, free delivery to UK. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, when the prices Not are so reasonable as well, that. free delivery is easy. So, so give them a little bit of a plug. Yeah, there I think we should. Game it's World just Bogman. a great store. Uh, check them out. Um... Got some good Mega Drive games from there. I also bought another Mega Drive game. Uh, have you ever heard of Wiz and Liz? Wiz and Liz? No, I haven't. It was on the first game developed by Bizarre Creations. Oh, really? The creator of Project Gotham Racing yeah, yeah. 4. And it's a uh, 2D platformer, which looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that I stumbled across uh, cool. recently. Bizarre got shut down, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, they also... Uh, uh, Geometry Wars. Geometry Wars, Blur. Yeah. Uh, the Bloodstone as well. Uh, Fur Fighters. Yeah. Great studio, real shame that they, they're not about anymore. But I'm sure the talent's been dispersed to other Yeah, I guess so, companies. but that's a shame, though. I mean, it is a shame. Are they, they're British, I assume, right? Yes. Another <coughs> British studio got shut down. I mean, Studio Liverpool as well, Lampazar. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, yeah. real shame. Um, picked up Capcom vs SNK2 for the PS2. Really? I mentioned this the other week. I already owned the game on a few different formats. But Much most, like you own King of Fighters 98. Yeah, the other most formats. accessible format to me at the moment for playing uh, that particular game would be the PS2. 
Yeah. I uh, don't own a copy of the PS2 game. I have it on Dreamcast and original Xbox. Yeah, I've got an original Xbox. I do have an original Xbox and a Dreamcast here. Yeah. And last time I tried to play it on the Xbox 360, the Xbox copy wasn't really working very well. Oh. It kind of loaded, but it didn't play. That's a shame. Which was a shame. So PS2 version. Great game. Probably my favourite 2D beat of all time. Yeah. <gasps> What's that? I said you mentioned that one. Uh, Tom's got Banjo Pilot. Did I mention list. that one? You did. You mentioned it last week. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. It's Thanks right. for the little uh, nod there. Um, and pretty much that is it. Yeah. On games we forgot to mention last week, um, I actually picked up Heavenly Sword from the same blockbuster deal. We did mention that last week. I, d- I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Okay. No. And yeah, I let also us know if we did. picked up uh, the <coughs> two of the Cabela games. Cabela Big Hunt, Big Game Hunting and Cabela... Big Hunt Alaska, I believe. And why did you do that, Matthew? Um, because they were twenty kroner, and I, I've already hunted the most dangerous game, which is man in Call of Duty. So I want to dial it back a bit and kill it. And kill some animals. Kill something beautiful, yeah. Kill yeah. A, maybe kill an elk. We haven't played you. these games yet. We but haven't. Out of the, uh, we'll try and play them for next week and let you know what they're like. We will. We might even film it. We might even do a video segment Ooh. for fun and games. Oh my god. Head of the game now, Matthew. We are, yeah. Head of the game. Head of the game. Maybe that's what we'll call it. Head, head of, the, of game. the game. Yeah. Maybe it's just the back of our head in yeah. front of the game. Yeah. So our heads are in front of the Ooh. game. Yeah. We, we've got we've got some discussion to do on new features. We have, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I want to get our Tumblr up and running as well, but I haven't yet. Yeah, I guess that wraps it up and leads us nicely on to uh, social media. Yay. Um, follow us on uh, Twitter at TMACast. Uh, follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook, which is um, facebook.com forward slash Tom and Matt Attack. Um, please, please, please subscribe in iTunes if you're listening to this for the first time. Or... Let us know if you like it as yeah, well. Yeah, let us know if you like it. Please review it honestly and thoroughly and we'll make changes. Yeah, we're welcome to suggestions. Yeah. Um, um, it would be great to hear from you and what you think of the show and what we can do more of or what we can do less of talk about video games <laughs> um yeah but we've uh, if you're going to address the audio quality as well we have moved out of a room so we're in a less echoey environment we hope this will appear less uh, sound less echoey than the previous shows yeah and um, we'll have mics next week hopefully if uh, our xlr cables arrive because but how are we recording mics. this at the moment oh um we've got magic a, a zoom 4n which oh. has got two things at the bottom if you know anything about pont yeah <laughs> don't ruin the illusion Not it's two little two little men we got some much in. better microphones for next time show yeah we have it'll be good yeah um until then then i guess we'll see you next week same time same place Look play some up. games yeah play some games go out or maybe you yourself. could game on you could game on game on i think you should game on go on ta-da